Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Yeah, this morning we are well fed, this morning by the word. We are instructed, we are edified, we are anointed, we are graced. For a brand, I pray it well, guys, come on. Make it better, make it better. Speaking to your week, speaking to, speak to the service, all right? You have clarity, there's eloquence, there's utterance, there's, you know, uh, a good word this morning. Perhaps a good word makes, makes the heart glad. A good, a good word makes the heart glad. A word in season makes the heart glad. So this morning is a good word. This morning, there's a good word. There is a good word that will make you strengthened, make you more confident in your work with God, make you more loving, hallelujah, make you bolder in his presence. Oh, glory to Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Because it's a good day, and the word comes with clarity and with utterance. In the name of Jesus, every is met and every heart is full of joy. In the name of Jesus. Every sick body is healed now in the name of Jesus. I speak right now, the pain, the sickness jumps out in the name of Jesus. So it is. Jesus' name we have prayed. Can have our seats. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So I perceive there's somebody here with intense period pain. I proclaim your healing now in Jesus' name. Amen. It's meant to be normal, right? But the level of pain that becomes, that becomes abnormal and unnecessary. All right? So this morning you are healed of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Come as you are. All right? God is not your at school teacher. God is not your head school teacher. The job is not to score you on a daily. His job is not to score your performance every day. So, he's not checking to see if you lied to give you an F or to give you a stroke of cane is not your head school teacher. It's not there counting how well you prayed today. Amen? It's not counting, wow, this girl so prayed. Then tomorrow, oh, she's never serious. She did not pray today. God is our loving heavenly father. So it is about intimacy, not about performance. His rules are not to um, make him happy. They are not to make him feel more God. He cannot feel more God or less God. He's God. His rules are for your protection. He instructs you for you, for mankind, not for himself. God instructs us, for us, for me, for mankind, 
not for himself. The Bible says his rules are not grievous. The ways of God are not grievous. It's why he says, come unto me, all you that labor, and I every labor. He says, my, my instructions, my ways bring peace. My ways bring rest, not a burden. So God is your ally, not your enemy. He is for you. He is not against you. He is on your side. So when we sing, by my side, by my side, it's not cliche. He is on your side. He is with you. He is for you. Hallelujah. So it's not who we run from who won't make mistakes. It's not who we run away from. I always make, make this example. Imagine my toddler shits himself and then runs away from me in shame. Who will clean it? He can't clean himself up. So God is not who we run away from when we make mistakes. It's who we run to. Hallelujah. He says that you can come unto him, you know, with boldness and assurance to approach for grace in times of need. So it's who we run to in times of need. Not who we run away from in times of need. That you come boldly. Come boldly, knowing that your heavenly Father loves you. Hallelujah. John 3, 16, 17. We all know it, right? Maybe we don't. Maybe we think we know, but we don't really, we don't really get it. It says, for God so loved. It could have said for God loved. But he put so there so they can know that the love is vastly much. All right? For God so loved the world. We don't get that part enough. Believers don't get it. If we get it, we will treat people of this world with much more love and empathy. This thing we do when we are fighting them. So when they say well, you don't like, you're angry, and you are removing gloves to fight. I don't know who is helping you know. I don't know what is achieving. I'm all for what goes for hypocrites. I, 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 I dig that. Christ dig that too. All right? But people that come with genuine, genuine need, genuine pain, genuine hurt, I think that we should come with more empathy and love. Because for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He gave all he had, as in all he had, his only son. He gave his only son so that what? Whoever believes will not perish, but have everlasting life. Whoever believes. Not whoever works hard at it. He gave us a very low barrier of entry. Whoever believes. Church people add to it. We have to the barriers. So pray, get everybody preaching in your area. If you are wearing skirt, if, no, if you are wearing trousers, if you are wearing trousers and you are a woman, God is angry with you. You are going to hell. If you do attachment, is it the of the devil? You are going to hell. See your makeup like Jezebel. You are <laughs> There's one guy that used to stand in my area, so I hear him a lot. Amen. All right. We keep on adding barriers to it. When Jesus, Jesus himself said, whoever believes, whoever believes. For something says, for God not to send his son into the world, condemn the world, but that the world will be saved through him. 
He didn't send his son to condemn the world, but that the world will be saved through him. So the job is salvation, not condemnation. The job is salvation, not condemnation. Hallelujah. God is out to save, not out to condemn. Oh, God is angry with you, so he killed your father. Are you kidding me? God is angry with everybody, so he sent a flood. Can you please, can we, can we be coming down? And uh, uh, COVID came up because we sinned. God did not send us COVID. Can we all chill? For God, so loved, is out to save, not out to kill. Hallelujah. Is out to save, not out to condemn. So when, you, when, when your juices are high because you are condemning somebody, you have a problem. When you are so you can say, you are wrong. When you are only sweating your body, you are awful. Now we can feel righteous and enjoy telling other people they are wrong. And it feels good. You have been a Pharisee. Now I'll show you here that it's bad. For God so loved. For God so loved. So, for God so loves me. Yes, he loves the word right. But let's narrow it down. For God so loves me. You know, Christ prayed, said, that they may know that you love them even as you love me. Christ was praying to the Father, help them to understand that you love them the way you love me. What Christ is saying, let them understand that God loves Jesus as he loves Tolu. Ooh. That God loves Tolu and Jesus equally. Hallelujah. That God loves you as he loves Jesus. So it's a love relationship. I'm a loving father. How to help how to save, not how to condemn. John 8. John 8, 1 to 11. John 8, 1 to 11. Let's go together on the screen. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn, he appeared again in the temple courts where all the people gathered around him and he sat down to teach them. Are we together? Because of the law and the Pharisees. Look at this. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees. Just circle Pharisees, because there's going to be a drag between I and Pharisees. So, just circle the Pharisees. Okay? Brought in a woman caught in adultery. Please pause. Now, before you say Pharisee as them, I want to see how you can be. I want to see how you, how you also can have your own Pharisee moments. Amen. Is it, is it to point fingers? But today, I want us to see ourselves, how we can also be Pharisees. It's just telling people they are wrong. You're, you're, it, gives, it makes you feel good. Okay, we'll see it together, right? They brought a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group. See these funny people. They caught the woman, brought her, you know, to shame her, all right? And made her stand before the group to shame her. They are just where I on shaming the sinner, in quotes. Shaming the person was the, was the idea. Call it out. Call the person out. We caught her doing this. Call the person out in front of the entire, entire group. Amen. All right. Well, you can imagine that shame right there, right? They brought her before the group. How does that feel, you know? Caught in the act. Brought before the group. She feel like the flush will open. She should enter inside and never come out again. They didn't care for the kind of lasting shame and stigma they would put on her. Their own was, you come to the sin, we are righteous, we will call you out. 
They didn't care for what went for our family. Does she have children? Would they hear that? Your mommy was dragging the street today. Okay. All right. Verse 4. And said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. Verse 5. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now, what do you say? Six. One together. Using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down, started to write on the ground with his So they didn't mind shaming a woman to catch Jesus. She was a pawn in their hands just to trap Jesus. They did not mind putting her through that kind of shame, that kind of embarrassment before the entire world. You know, everybody knows her name in the street now. Okay? Just to catch Jesus. And they are the teachers of the law. Teachers of the law. People that should know better and do better. Okay? Alright? But Jesus bent down, started to write on the ground with his finger. This was a, it was a tough place. Because they came quoting scripture. So, he had to answer with tact because if he made a mistake in his statement, he would be in trouble also. So he took his time, bent down, started thinking, how do I answer these guys? How do I answer this, these guys? So they've come again. All right, verse 7, look at this. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, hmm, let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Okay, verse 8, again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. What would they say next? What will happen next? Okay, let's see what's going to happen here. At this time, those who heard began to go away one at a time. The older ones first. Until Jesus was left to the woman standing there, like this part, until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. That's a good place to be. People can be mean, can be judgmental. But I'm in a good place. When it's just me and Jesus, I'm in a good place. When it's just me and Jesus, my weaknesses, my issues, my faults, when just two of us, I'm in a good place. When I'm with him, it's not condemning, it's helping me. And I'm asking him, how am I doing? He's telling me, you're doing okay. You get better. Amen. It's going to get well. It's going to work. Keep going. You they try. No worry, you get better. When I'm with him alone, I'm in a good place. People's voices in my head, problematic. People's opinions, expectations, problematic. You know, Twitter, problematic. Emojis, no, kineko, kineko, problematic. When it's just me and him alone, it's a safe place. So she was left alone, standing there with Jesus. Look at his words next. Verse 10. Verse 10. Again, Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? As has no one thrown a stone, all right? Verse 11. No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and live your life of sin. So, it took her coming to Jesus to not be able to go and live a life of sin. She had to meet Jesus first before she could then go and stop the life of sin. 
Hallelujah. Nobody can stop the life of sin on his or her own. It is coming to Jesus. When he says, go and sin no more, there is power in his words to help you go and sin no more. So, so he not only spoke, spoke an, an instruction, he communicated to our power to then go and sin no more. Jesus invites everyone. In your weaknesses, your stumblings, your faults, come. That's the idea. Come. Yes, you goofed. You made mistakes. You, you, don't, you don't have it all figured out. Come. It is in coming to him that we can then go and live an empowered life. But see this, guys? When he told them, if you have no sin, throw your own stone. It's not what happened there. They threw a stone. They told them, you, last night you were so and so and so, please. Would have shamed them one by one. So they knew, they knew him. That this guy, he sees, he hears, he knows. So to avoid trouble, let's just be going. So also, no matter how good you think you are, if you look well enough, amen, we, we know that you're in your body, you're on day your body, we know. We, we know. Can we be real guys here? Yes, you're not that good. Can, can we be, be, more, be more, more understanding, be more empathetic? Amen. Can you, can you just be real with yourself that you are helped by God, okay? You're not all that. God is helping you and covering you, covering you actually. Amen. Can we be calm? You're not caught. Can you just calm down? Then when you see how far you have come, where you came from, what you are still struggling with, to make you more, give you more, more empathy for other people. Knowing that, okay, even me, I've been here before, or I make some mistakes. We all, we all goof one way or the other. We all goof. And God gives us mercy. Can you give other people mercy also? Let him that has no sin be the first to cast a stone. Hallelujah. All right? Glory to Jesus. So Jesus is out to save, not out to condemn. All right? So he wasn't saying go and keep sinning. No. But confess. Come as you are. Then you can go and stop sinning. People need to first meet Jesus before they can stop sinning. So when you are preaching and telling them, stop smoking, you are fooling yourself. Oh. You are deceiving yourself. Don't forget, you are fooling yourself. When they come, okay, it's work in them we will begin to shed off those habits. It might not end in one day, okay, but you will see visible signs of growth in people as they come to God. Glory to Jesus. Luke 7. Luke 7, 36 to 50. Luke 7, 36 to 50. Luke 7, Luke, Luke 7, Luke 7, 36 to 50. Are we there? Luke 7, 36. I can have you seen. All right. One, two, go on the screen. Yeah. He went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. 37. A woman in that town who had lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. 38. 
as she stood behind him at his feet, weeping. She began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair and kissed them and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, look at this, if this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. 14. Simon, I have something to tell you. <laughs> tell me, teacher, he said. He thought that God, God just would have, would have affirm his, his thoughts. All right? 41. Two people owed a certain year. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back. <laughs> so he forgave the debts of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. 44, look at this. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came to your house. You did not give me water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman here has not stopped kissing my feet. All right? You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, and many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has is forgiven little, loves little. 48. Then she said to her, your sins are forgiven. 49. Did I guess? Yeah. Who is this? Who even forgives sins? 50. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. For even come in the first place, and I've heard that this guy is a forgiver. He will not condemn me. He will accept me. He will love me as I am. Many people spoke about Christ. People spoke well about him as the forgiver, the one that loves, the one that cares, the one that heals. We don't talk about Christ in our day. How do people see him? With how we preach and act in Jesus' name, how do people see him? Would they see him as one that forgives? As one you can come as you are to and he will accept you? Or as one that is out to flog you for your mistakes? It's amazing how people who have gone through stuff, you know, know how to love, love on God better. They know where he picked them from. They know what they have been through. They know how we clean them up. So they come, you know, when they are praising God, their praise is intense. When they are praying and they are crying and they are rolling on the floor, they've been through stuff. Look, look at the Pharisee guys. Okay? It feels all clean. All, all nice. So, it feels entitled to God. Pray. Mm, sing. Mm, love. Mm, it feels entitled. Amen. When you have been through stuff, when you have made mistakes, and the Bible says they are forgiving you, and you can only feel his love, you know that, okay, this guy is worth loving. Hallelujah. So, it's the idea that we should present a welcoming Jesus, a loving Father, one that picks you from where you are, and begins to clean you up. 
I come to him in all my faults. I did nothing. That when it's just me and him, he sees everything and he's, he's fine with me. He's helping me fix it. Hallelujah. That, that no matter where I am, what I'm doing, you know, I'm drawn to God. Know that this is him that gets me and makes me better. He wants you as you are. Some people say, I will go and fix up my life and then come back to Jesus. Really? Really? People, are, people, people say it for real. I will go and fix up and then come back to church. Come as you are. Come as you are. Real people. Real issues. With a real father that shows real love. Real people. Real issues. A real father that shows real love. Real people. Real issues. With a real father that shows real love. Amen. Okay, back to my notes. Christ said to actually, your faith has saved you. Your faith, not your works. Your faith has saved you. Your faith, like that you came to me the way you are, I saved you. That just by coming to me, accepting me, believing me, your faith has saved you. So all your sins wiped away. All, all, all you have done, wiped away. Yes, live a sinful life, you, but you came, you came. Wow, wiped away. That's the idea, that you come and it wipes your slate clean. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Ah, Pharisee guys, Luke 12, 1 to 3. 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 Want to go? Meanwhile, a crowd of many thousands had gathered. Wow. Woo. Just began to speak first to the disciples, saying, Look at this, be on your guard against the use of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. They are not that good. They are messed up people. They appear to look cool, but they are really not. They appear so righteous, but they suck. They are terrible people. Says they are hypocrites. Verse 2. Look at this. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made. That one day they will cast. Asheria 2. We will see chickens bomb bomb. Amen. Okay. Amen. The more you point fingers, the more you hasten your Asheria today. Amen. The more you point fingers, the more you are hastening the day you are sitting with two. Nothing hidden that will not be disclosed. One day they will catch the person too. No matter where. Matthew 23. Uh, this, this chapter is intense. Christ went on a full chapter of rant against Pharisees. A full chapter. These people are this, they are that. A full chapter. 27 now. Let's go to 27 because it's a long one. 27, 28. 27, 28. Look at this. Woe to you, sons of the law and Pharisees. You hypocrites. You are like whitewashed tombs. Look at this. It says they are like whitewashed tombs. They look good outside, but inside is a bag of rotting bones. Smelling nonsense inside. 
So they look so well put together outside, but inside is woo. All right? <laughs> Which look what? Which on the outside, but on the inside are full of the bones of the dead and everything unclean. 28. In the same way, on the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. People that enjoy pointing fingers the most, check it, it's rottenness. Check. So, by telling you are bad, they, they feel good with themselves. Amen. Uh, Matthew 7, 1 to 5. Matthew 7, 1 to 5. Amplified version. Amplified version. Matthew 7, 1 to 5. Matthew 7, 1 to 5. Amplified version. All right? Take your time, okay? We have all day. Or maybe not. <laughs> Matthew 7, 1 to 5. <laughs> one to go. Do not judge and criticize and condemn others unfairly. Look at this. It's an attitude of self-righteous superiority as though as in the office of a judge so that you would not... It's not saying don't correct. It's not saying don't correct. But it's saying this, this thing you are doing of enjoying feeling righteous, calling, calling people's faults out, feeling good at yourself. He says, calm down. You can correct people. That would be from love, in love, with love, with real care for you. I can't care more about your sin than I care for you. No people do that stuff. Amen. I can't care more about your sin than I care for you. It's about you first and how the sin is hurting you or will hurt you. Amen. All right, verse 2. Once together, for just as you politically judge others, when you are sinful and unrepentant, so you will be judged. Okay, look at that. One day you will cast, okay, and you will be judged exactly the same way. All right, continue. Yeah, with your standard of measure, you used to pass out judgment, you want to be measured back to you. All right, verse 3. Why do you look at, look at, look, look, take, 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 mm, take, take it, it's important, take it easy. Want to go, why do you look at the insignificant speck that is in your brother's eye, but not notice and acknowledge the egregious log that is in your own eye? He says, he says, compared to your own, to, to your own, your brother's own is just a small speck, a small dot in his eyes. Your own is like plank, wood. Your own issues, they are that big compared to your, part, your, your brother's own. Can you fix your own first? Look more within than without. Look more at your own within than without. All right, verse 4. Or how can you say to your brother, look at this, let me get a speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eyes. All right, verse 5. You hypocrites, play actor and pretender. First, get the log out of your own eye, then you'll be able to clearly take the speck out of your brother's eye. When you move your own, not see clearly if you can help me fix mine at all. Deal with your own first. When you do, you can more clearly see mine, if at all I have. 
Do you understand? The log in your eyes means you're not, you're not seeing clearly. So I might even be right, I had one that is wrong. First, remove the log in your eye first. Amen. John 4. Now, this is a long video, so I'll just narrate it to get to verse 16, okay? Now, in John 4, Christ was, you know, going to Samaria, okay? And they met this woman at the well. An interesting story, all right? And they told her, you can please give me some water. And she was like, look at this. How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan, for water? Don't you know that Jews don't deal Samaritans? And he said to her, if you know he will speak to you, he will ask of him and he will give you living waters. And she said, who are you? Our father, Jacob, drank from this well. Where will you see your own living, living water from? And it went on like that, okay? So next thing, you know, when she now finally agreed to clinical, clinical water, she was like, okay. Because um, she told her, you know, I'll give you water. There will be, I like this part, there will be a well in you that springs of, spring of eternal life. That water I give you, that water will become in you a spring. The water I will give to you will become a spring that springs up to eternal life. That when you drink of me, that first drinking will become in you a spring that you will keep drinking from and you will never test again. Meaning that if you ever have a test or a need, you will, you will get refreshed from the spring that's given to you. Do you understand? You didn't get it well. If you got to well, you, you, you do better than this. When you come to Christ, okay, your first drinking of him becomes in you a spring. You got saved. He gave you his spirit. The spirit in you is that spring that can always continue to drink from. So you feel down, you drink of the spirit. You feel in need, you drink of the spirit. So it says when you come to me, you will never go thirsty again. that if you ever have a need, you will get from the spirit within you and you get supplied. Hallelujah. So, he now said, give me this water. So I won't come here again to say, she didn't get it right. She didn't get it yet. He now told her, okay, go and call me your husband. He now became, well, well, um, it's complicated, sir. Um, I have four and a half husbands. You know, I have, I've married, I've had four husbands. What I have now, uh, you know, I don't know what it is, but you know, yeah. Glory to Jesus. So she was showing, that was her area of test. Her area of test. Going man to man in search of something. Glory to Jesus. Verse 16. Verse 16 now. Okay. Yeah, let's go together. It's older. Go call your husband and come back. All right? I have not much replied. I said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. Verse 18. People are laughing at her. It's not fair. <laughs> the fact is this. You have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. Maybe it was somebody else's husband that she had. 
at this point. What you have said is quite true. Verse 19, Sir, the woman said, I can see that you're a prophet. Verse 20, Ah, this is good. Want to go? But you just claim, yeah. See, she went straight to worship, meaning that she actually sought worship. She sought God. She wanted God. But religion has made her far from God. That people have said that our worship is not how we should worship. She sought worship, but she could not really reach worship. It's amazing how we can keep people from what they need. How we can keep people from what they need with our laws and the way we shout. How we preach Jesus. We can keep people far from Jesus by the way we preach Jesus. We, we keep what they need from them by our presenters. Someone is broken and in sin and needs your Jesus. But how you talk to the person about Jesus makes them run away from Jesus. You are so sinful. You can't, you can't even shake your hand. Who knows that feeling? Who knows that feeling? Who knows that feeling? That when they come around, you want to shift back a bit. Ah. Uh, uh, amen. Christ sat with sinners, went to their house, Pharisee, task collector, he was with them. But you, you are so good, you have no unsaved friend. You don't talk to any of them. When you get to your walk in the morning, Jesus is Lord, He's risen from the dead, He is Lord. Go to your chair, sit down, pa, 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 pa. you go home again, every knee shall bow, every tongue. <laughs> Even to say hi, hello, how you doing? He's hiding you. You are so holy, only you are God talk all day. So when they see you gone, they don't want your God. Amen. I think people say something like, you're so perfect, I can't be around you. I've heard it before. I've heard it before. I've heard it before. You are so perfect, I don't fit in. Amen. Tell them the truth now. Tell them the truth. He's helping you. Even with your body, he's covering it for you. You get tempted, it helps you to overcome it. Can you be humble in this thing? Maybe both my you know you get temptation. Be humble, be real. Amen. Verse 21. 21. Again, we have all day, okay? Alright. One to go. Woman, Jesus replied. Believe me, a time is coming. Ah, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. It's not about fasting 30 days or 40 or praying three hours in tongues straight. It's not about gymnastics. It's not about, ah, 
It's not about that. Amen. It's not about a strong bony face. I'm a child of God, so it's straight and strong. When they say, good morning. Good morning. Mm, I'm praying. See you later. It's not about that. Uh, every end of the month, I go to Rio okay. It's not about that. I fasted on days. It's not about that. I prayed for three hours every day and I said, I see angels. Well, I didn't do that, but I hear God clearly. Amen. I hear Him clearly. I didn't do any of those, I didn't do any of those gymnastics. I hear Him clearly. Are you the sick? Amen. I, I, I don't know what you did, man. I just believed him. I just believed him. And we talk on a daily. We are good. So I hear. Can you throw this? Just throw this gymnastics. Just throw it somewhere. Just love your father. Just throw it away. Makes it become unattainable. So now the high prophet of the most high. They are sacrificed for his anointing. Sacrifice for it. When I didn't, I, I just believed him. And I'm anointed. My mind was a bit easy. I just believed him. And I talked to him on the regular. We are good. 22. 22. Once to go, you Samaritans, yeah, we worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. 23. 23. Yet, a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers Worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the 24. God is spirit, and his worshippers must worship him in the spirit and in truth. God seeks sincere worshippers. Heartfelt, real worship. Just you being real with God. You being real. Not in how long you spend praying. Today I read 10 chapters. Really, did you? Did you really read that? If we really check and ask what you read, did you actually read that? Did you, did you get what you, what you read? Did you get anything from it? Or you ticked your, your streak? God seeks true worshippers, sincere people, heartfelt worship. What that comes from inside you is not faked. It's not to score cool points. Your Christian WhatsApp group. It's not for show off too. Come on, Twitter. Ha! Today I pray four hours. Now I'm, I'm opening a master class. I have to pray long now. Join my Telegram group for, to pray three hours for the next 30 days. God seeks true worshippers, sincere people. They do not just love God better, want to know him better, sincere. So if all you do, take your Bible, read a chapter, really get it, wonderful. If you can do four, of course, you have the time for it that day, fantastic. But it's between you 
and Jesus, nobody has to know. Sincere people. Amen. It's not in the tongues you spoke. Yes, pray in tongues. That, but that, the point is not that point is not in, it's not in bragging I pray in tongues. In that sincere connection between you and Jesus. So it can be for you, start with the song. Start with the, start with just, just there, just a minute soon. Just, just sat there and just waited on your father. Sincere worship. So it comes from your inside out. Impressing no one, but you and your father, you are impressed. I said the line workers meeting. When we're in corporate prayer, I like intense prayers in corporate prayers. When we pray together in the church, I like intense prayers. When I pray alone, I pro- I'm not going, pray, pa, 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 pa. Well, I can get there, all right, but I don't start trying to, trying to, trying to force it. I start calm. Just fellowship with my father. Thank you, Jesus. And it begins to build up. It begins to build up. And if need be, it gets intense. I cannot be going, I'm having fun. I'm not, I'm not trying to force it. Impressing no one. Are you getting me? In spirit and in truth. Real people. Real people. All right? Daniel said, in the, Daniel 6, that Daniel would always go to the upper room to pray, asking God for help. His prayer time was help time. It was not show off time. Help. This is where I get my juice from. This is where I get my fuel from. Amen. This is why I pray five minutes and ah, I'm back. All that is one hour. It's not about the time. When people that take, that take this work with God, chilled, they, they think we're all spiritual. You know that kind of feeling? When you preach calmly and not fighting anybody, you know, you are real. You talk football on Twitter. You banter like everybody else. You banter. You gist. Isn't it? Isn't one a real pastor? This is a real pastor. Someone asked me once so many years back. Pastor, you watch football. She was surprised. I'm like, yes, I'm a Arsenal fan. Why do you surprise? She was, she was in shock. Like, really? Yes, I watch football. I poop too, you know. Ephesians 1 to 10. Ephesians 2, 1 to 10. Ah, let's not skip that place yet. Ah, Jesus is Lord. So, his disciples came like I met talk, talking to a Samaritan woman. And we're wondering, ah, oh girl, she's talking to a woman. Hmm. <laughs> Samaritan woman for that matter. They just, mm. oh girl, man of God. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and they brought him food and like, Guys, I'm fine. I'm, I'm not hungry. I'm okay. Like, uh-uh. said, this what, what I'm doing right now is giving me all the advice I need to get today. 
says, I, this food I'm doing right now, sharing Jesus with this woman right now, Jesus sharing Jesus, you get the point. Sharing God with this woman right now is giving me all right now. I'm happy. So this is my real joy. This is the harvest talking about. Do you see how the master longs for people? How God longs for people. He came hungry to the place. He was filled that eating by sharing the Father with somebody. That is how much God is seeking people. God is seeking people. Can we help him seek people? Don't condemn them. Seek them for Jesus. He's not condemned. Don't condemn. He did not send you. Love them. Show them real love, real care. God is looking, after, is looking out for men. He said, you say, you, say, you know, there's some forms on the harvest. But right now, the, the harvest is now. The harvest is everywhere. The harvest is available. There are people everywhere seeking God. That's what he's saying. There are people everywhere seeking for the truth, seeing Jesus. The harvest is not tomorrow. The harvest is right now. There are people in your streets, people in your class, in your, in your office, on your WhatsApp. There are people that are seeking something real. Just share. And make it easy. Believe only. Come as you are. Love them. Real love. They will care about what you know when they know how much you care. Ephesians 1 to 10. Ephesians 2, 1 to 10. Ephesians 2, 1 to 10. Woo. Again, we have audio, okay? Ephesians 2, 1 to 10. No, we don't have audio. Want to go? Look at that. It says you were, before you got saved, you were dead in sin. You were a stark sinner. Amen. So what's the word means to try to sin and, and not be able to stop? To try to, to try to stop sinning. Not be able to stop. We know what it means. To say today I will not lie. That was the worst for me as a, as a but now student. That was the worst thing you could tell yourself. I will not lie. What happens next? Just a senior coming, just have for me, leg is paining you. I was good at this, man. <laughs> just that senior coming from my life. <laughs> Says you were dead in your sins. You could not help yourself. Okay, continue. In which you used to live when you followed those of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air. The spirit will not work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time. Yeah, in terms of our flesh and following the desires and thoughts. Look at this. Like the rest, by nature, deserving of, like the rest, like the rest, we were by nature deserving of rot. We were all in the same boat. That's what happened, okay? Verse 4, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, all right, made us alive with Christ. Even when we're dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. It is by grace. 
It is free. You got saved freely. You did not pay for it. It is by grace you have been saved. You didn't work hard for it. You didn't stop sinning to get saved. You got saved and you stopped sinning. It is by grace you have been saved. All right, verse 6. Yeah. She tell us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Express in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Verse 8. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift from God. Not of works so that no one you cannot boast. You can't boast. You only boast in him. I am free because he freed me. It makes me stand. It makes me able. I'm good because he has helped me. Amen. Look at myself, what I could have become without Christ. Amen. And I thank God he saved me. Thank God. It's not me, it's the work of Jesus. You know, when I was secondary school, interesting days, man. So I, I, was, I could not fight, I was small, I could not fight. I was, very, I was tiny. Now I'm a little big, right? I was, very, I was the bullet, bullet guy with the sharp mouth. So what I'll do to you, I will steal your books. I can't beat you. I'll steal your books and put it in the ceiling. You will never find it over the fence. But in the house, you can never find it. Put it over the fence. Or in the ceiling. That was not smart. I did, worse than that. I did worse than that. But God, but God, who's rich in mercy, saved me. Now I forgive people. <laughs> yeah. I forgive. I love. I care. God saved me. And I love politics so much. And I love politics. I love politics. And I've loved it. Scheme everybody. Oh boy. I'll be so good at it. But God. I like power. Yeah. But God. But God. But God. So I cannot boast about it. When I see people in their, in their weaknesses, I have my feeling, feeling I'm forming bad guy. No, I was worse than you, you know. But God saved me. Amen. Yeah. To myself, when I get to in the lag, and I met get in the lag, I will meet babes. I was ready, man. Meet babes. Smart guy. You know, when you're a smart young person, you feel like what, what is your oyster? What is, you know, just for the taking. But God, that's the point, right? So I cannot boast about it. I've been saved by grace through faith. That's the point. It's not about how you come to Jesus. Come first. Come. Come. Let him fix you. Verse 10. Let's go back to verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. Not by works, so that no one can boast. Verse 10. For we are God's and the work. For that in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So, we are saved without works. We are saved into good works. So it's by being saved that I can, be, I can begin to carry out good works. It's by being saved that I can begin to carry out 
good works. Romans 1 5. Romans 1 5. NIV again. Romans 1 5. 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 Look, look at this. Once we go, through him, we have received grace and apostleship to call on the Gentiles, look at this, to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. To the obedience that comes after faith. That comes from faith, not before faith. The obedience comes from faith. It is faith that makes me enter into obedience. I believe him, I receive him, and I can begin to become like him. It gives me a spirit that begins to walk in me, the ability to, ability to carry out good works. The obedience comes from faith. So we are transformed when we come to Him. He then works in me. Step by step, I get better. It's not a one day thing, no. Nah, it's not a one day thing. God works in us. Step by step. Step by step. So, so when you see a young believer struggling, calm down. Step by step. Give mercy. Give grace. Be welcoming. Imagine you, you, have a, you have a little child trying to, trying to learn how to work, and he falls down. What will you do? Spank him? No. That's the process. He will try. He, will stumble. he must keep trying. He will stumble. Get up. Keep going. Discipleship takes time. Growth takes time. Improvement takes time. Be welcoming. Even you forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Okay, made a mistake. Can we move on? <laughs> Some people are praying. They're telling themselves, we will go there my prayer. I sinned last week. I did that. Okay. Can we get moving? Can we get moving? Glory to Jesus. It is progressive and patient work. Discipleship takes time. So we need to be more welcoming. No matter how bad the person is, what they have done, where they are coming from, we need to be more welcoming. Be more welcoming. Amen. And be real too. All right? Glory to Jesus. So you also, don't allow anybody to shut you out from God. Don't allow anybody to shut you out from God. But at least I mean, when people come and form all spiritual, that is not real, don't now feel down with yourself. Are you getting my point? Ah, I pray every day five hours. Just don't let them kill you. So now I'm feeling, ah, maybe, maybe I'm even a bad Christian. Maybe I'm not spiritual enough. Maybe I'm lazy. Maybe I don't really yet. Shut up. Shut up. Enjoy your father. Hallelujah. God is seeking people. Everyone is welcome. Luke 15, 1 to 7. Luke 15, 1 to 7. Once we go, help me on the screen. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But if I said something, yeah. Again, these guys, these Pharisee guys, these guys, these whitewashed, whitewashed tombs. These rotting guys inside. These filthy guys, really filthy guys that form all righteous. These guys. Amen. That take your hair is too long, it's too colorful. These guys. 
Don't wear trousers. These guys. These guys. Say they are white wash stones. They are worse. All right. This man welcomes sinners and is with them. This was your own. Want to go? Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep. This is one of them. In 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it. And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulder. Okay? And goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. Verse 7. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner that repents than over 99 righteous persons. Fake righteous people, okay, we do not need to pray. Now, he says, the Father puts value on that one person. One person. The Father goes after the one. That God loves me. As a single entity, a single person, as in just me like this, that is out seeking me. Not as a crowd. He's seeking us one by one. Cares of people, one by one. He's after that one unsaved person. So, so you're just one person, but the Father is after that one. You're wondering why. I can't church last week, not, not from church. Kiniko, Kiniko. I can't last week, it's not Asami. It's not Asami, Kiniko, Kiniko. The Father is after that one person. He's saying, stay on that one person. Keep praying for them. Keep chasing them. Keep going after that one person. That that one person is important. That there will be joy. There will be party. Aria in heaven. Over that one person when they get saved. Can you begin to share your father's joy for that one person? Share his joy for that one person. Go after the one. Become their friends. Talk with them. Show them real love. It might take a while, right? But be consistent. Be on their case. Be real bodies with them. Hallelujah. So that when that one comes to the father, there is joy in heaven by what you did. Oh boy. At heaven, heaven throws a party for one person I brought to Christ. Heaven throws a party. Look at that. Because I got someone saved today. Oh boy. Hallelujah. I threw a party in heaven. I threw a party in heaven. He put the girls on. Stored himself. I've made a mess. I've been so bad. But I will go and tell my father, at least let me become a servant in your house. He came to become a servant. Father took him back as a son. I don't have servants. I have sons. I have sons. So when he was yet coming, the father ran to him. The father is seeking men. You cannot be so bad that God avoids you. That God rejects you. Rather, when you say, I'm coming home, the father is going to run. You know what it means for a father, a Jewish father, to, start, to run after you? Something is up. That's love. Intense love. The father seeks 
his people. So he left out for a while, angry with Jesus, angry with pastor, angry with church, angry with church people, the hypocrisy. He did this, they did that. But now you have seen that it's not so good outside. It's not so good outside. And you're coming back home. The father runs at you, puts on you a new robe, and throws you a party. That's how much the father is happy to have you back. So, if you're that person this morning, online or here, you're welcome home. Yeah. You're welcome home. You're welcome home. You're welcome home. If you're that person, you have a friend like that, go after them with all the love you can muster. They goofed, yes, we know. But who didn't go before? Can I just be in a this morning? Can I be in a this morning? For that person running back home, Lord, I'm back home. I'm back home, Jesus. I'm back home, Jesus. You have a friend like that that needs to come back home. A friend, a colleague, a sibling, a parent. Just pray for them this morning. Pray for them this morning. Pray for them this morning. Of the Lord, if it is you, never talk to Jesus. I'm back. I'm back. I receive your love this morning with, with my heart fully open, my arms stretched wide. I receive your love this morning. I receive your love. Yes, I have questions, right? I have questions. But first, I receive your love. I need that love, boy. I need that love. I need that love. I need that peace. I need that help. I need that grace. Life is messed up, Lord. I need you. I need your help. It's crazy out there. I'm back home. I'm back home. Oh, man, the lucky old sad abash, the lucky test. Pray this prayer. Are you wanted? He's not in the well-spoken words right now. That sincere heart with your father. That sincerely truthful heart with God. Yes, I I I goofed, but I'm back. With your help, I stand strong. With your help, I stand strong. With your grace, I stand strong. I made mistakes. Yes. I did this, I did that. Ah, oh, yeah, I did it. But I'm back. I'm back. This morning, I receive your love. Afresh. I receive your love. I receive your love. Pray it up. Pray it's your prayer. It's your words. Choose your own words. It's your prayer. It's your words. It's your heart. It's your love. Pray it out. In your own words. In your own way. You can kneel, you can jump, you can run, but be real with God. Alright, be real. Be real. Be real. Now let the body of Sota. Yes, they are new every morning. Hey, I'm at the yard. New every morning. New every morning. Great is the Great is thy 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Keep going, one more time. Oh, yeah. One more time. Yeah. You're my redeemer. Hallelujah. It's your prayer, guys. Pray that you will pray. Pray that you feel like it. Pray that you feel like it. Pray that you feel like it. Hallelujah. Your prayer, your own words. Your own words. Your own words. From your own heart to your own father. Hallelujah. Your own words. In your own way. From your own heart to your own father. Your own words. Your own way. From your own heart to your real father. From your own heart, in your own way, to your real father, your own father, your own words, from your own heart, in your own way, to your own father. Hallelujah, you're my redeemer. Hallelujah, my response is. Rescued my life. You have rescued. Oh, you have rescued. You have rescued my life. I've been rescued You have rescued my love. Come on, you guys. You have rescued my life. You have. You have rescued my life. And I'm never.
glad to be your children. And we are thankful for grace. We are thankful for grace. And this morning we choose to invite everyone to this grace in which we stand. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the growth that comes with grace. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the praise. Jesus, then we have prayed. For that person that this morning got saved or came back home, send us a mail, all right, to info, our info mail, okay? Just type in hello or hi, and we'll get back to you, all right? Our info mail, okay? Just type in hi or hello, and we'll be in touch with you, all right? But I will thank you. Give her the praise. Give her the praise. Give her the praise. Love that we are praise. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at this green church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.